This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Lay your head down on my shoulder, don't hold it in your hands. Tell me all your troubles and I'll try to understand. I know your heart's still tender and I know that it still hurts. But things can only get better when it seems they can't get any worse. Hello and welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media, and also on Raglan Community Radio, Arrow FM, Otago Access Radio, and Radio Kidnappers. I'm your host today, Vanessa, and today I want to have a chat to you about unified cutlery theory. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard of spoon theory, but someone has expanded on it, and I just... There's something about kind of putting it all together that really appeals to me. So I kind of want to share all the different parts of it. So I think it's really great for anyone, whether they experience mental health, challenges in life, physical um, difficulties, disabilities, like anything in life. I think knowing about these and recognizing how it works for yourself can make a really big difference. But before I get into all of that juiciness, I want to have a quick word about our sponsor, Progress to Health. Progress to Health believes in creating communities without barriers and to achieve that we tailor supports to adults experiencing mental health and or disabilities based on their goals to encourage recovery, independence and community involvement. Progress to Health has teams that provide peer support, recovery education, workshops, employment preparation and support including navigation with other services. Service users are allocated a community support facilitator on referral depending on their goals to mental recovery and achievement. We have offers in Hamilton, Tokoro and New Plymouth. So if that sounds like something you or someone you know might be interested in and you are in the Waikato DHB region, Tauranaki or Taupo, um, then have a listen to this ad I'm about to play um, for Progress to Health and get in touch with us. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. Now don't stress if you missed any of those contact details for Progress to Health and you think, hey, Progress to Health sounds really great, sounds like something would be really good for myself or someone else you know. We do play that ad again at the end of every single show of Fighting Stigma, so you can just hang around and listen again for those details. Or what you can also do is go find one of the podcasts. So you can f- listen to Fighting Stigma, obviously live on Free FM 89.0 on your radio, uh, or you could do it live streaming. So. F- 89FM live streamed on freefm.org.nz or on TuneIn or you could, if you've got an Amazon Echo device you can use the FreeFM89 Alexa skill or we're on Spotify I just love that Finding Stigma is on Spotify it makes me feel really legitimate um, but also you could go through the FreeFM website which is again is freefm.org.nz they have a whole bunch of our podcasts on there of previous shows you could use accessradio.org or how I've done it when I'm in the car driving around is I just use Apple Podcasts 
podcasts. So just check your podcast player that you have on your phone. We're not on all of them, uh, but we are definitely on Spotify. So what you can do is just jump on, listen to any of those shows, and at the end of every single show, I play the contact details for Progress to Health, but I also have a series of support lines. So it can be really great to listen to previous episodes. I also, previous shows, I also make sure that each episode, each show has a a title like a theme like what I'm going to talk about so you can look it up and actually see kind of what what it's going to get the nitty-gritty we're going to get into so what today would have been called if you've actually found us via a podcast or any other way like that is unified cutlery theory and you'd be like it's a mental health show why is she talking about lives and forks what's going on so have you heard of spoon theory before so one of the things that just really made a huge difference in my life when I learned about it it's fantastic and this is something that someone has they've ex- Various people across the way have extended on it. Um, now, I'm actually using, to give you all this info, there's this great person called Umbral Reaver online, um, and I just Googled Unified Cutlery Theory, and this is someone who's put all of the different theories together um, because there's um, spoon theory, fork theory, and knife theory, which actually is spoon theory, fork theory, and knife hypothesis. And it's just there's something about putting them all together that just really appeals to me so the one that you're probably aware of and heard of before or maybe have an idea of or know who you're like me know really well and really use it is spoon theory so spoon theory was originally designed or came created from Christine Mizradino. I apologize profusely for my pronunciation of names um and spoon theory is just it's the thing that kind of got everyone started about that idea of hey actually recognizing sometimes we don't have that energy to be able to do the things that we want to do right and it gave it gave voice to an imagery that a lot of people could pick up and use in their own lives and it was just really amazing so the first part of unified cutlery theory is the essential element element of energy the spoon the spoon is an arbitrary unit of capacity for action throughout the day the spoon doesn't have only physical energy have to be only physical energy it can be mental energy or executive function can be all used by spoons so when christine miserandino first came about talking about it she used it to describe to an old someone she used to um stay with when she was at college about what it was like experiencing lupus she has lupus and of course that causes huge issues in her life like she doesn't have as much energy she gets sick very easily she's experiencing quite a lot of pain and so she, they were obviously at a diner and there were spoons on the table. So she just used spoons as a physical demonstration of energy and about that you start your day with a set amount of energy and that's how many things you can achieve in the day, right? And so it meant that if you're someone who experiences, um, so how what Christine first was talking about was people who have uh, so long-term physical unwellness. So she has lupus, so it causes quite a lot of issues. But she's talking, a lot of people picked it up and a lot of people with mental health issues have taken this on because actually if your mental health is really low, it's just like if your physical health is really low, your capacity for doing is lowered. Like there's just, or things just take way more energy. Like if you've ever, like if you've ever been in a low mood state, like you're really depressed or you're really grief stricken or you're physically unwell, the idea of getting up and having a shower just feels like it's going to take all of your energy. Whereas on another day where everything's going great and you have lots of physical energy, lots of emotional energy, you're just upbeat and go. Actually, it takes like some, but not a lot. It It's one of those things that's actually spoon theory has given voice to and shows us we really need to be aware of kind of what else is going on and how much things cost. 
So you wake with a certain number of spoons. How many you have depend on you as an individual, your conditions and environment. It's not always the same and it may vary with time, which we all recognise, right? Some days you wake up feeling really upbeat and motivated and have lots of physical energy and sometimes you don't. All right. Throughout the day, you spend those spoons on tasks. Brushing your teeth, maybe one spoon. Making a meal might be three. A day's work might be six or more. The costs vary between individuals, and for some, a trivial task may be quite costly or vice versa. So for myself, sometimes having a shower is like four or five. I know other people like never gets more than one. To a person with limited spoons, this can mean making hard choices between daily activities. And it can result in reaching the end of the day without spoons to eat or wash. Only sleep, that's all you can manage to do. Worse, being severely low on spoons for some can make sleep difficult. Now spoons are only recovered by rest. As mentioned, being low on spoons can sometimes make this hard and leaves us having fewer spoons than expected. So it can be, some people talk about saving up spoons, right, for a big expenditure, but there's only so much you can save up. It's become this is spoon theory has brought rise to the phrase i don't have spoons for this i don't have enough spoons left i can't do it and it's meant that what happens is people can actually in a very quick way share with people hey i don't have the energy for that i can't manage it right which when everyone has the same understanding of what that means and there's a lot more allowance for hey you said you're going to come out tonight but you can't now because i totally get it you've used up all your energy for the day you've used up all your spoons it can make a really really big difference now when Christine came up with spoon theory. She only talked about it as an expenditure. Spoons are an expenditure, energy out. Um, I personally talk about with, it's not part of unified cutlery theory, but it's one of the things I add to it, is I talk about the things that bring you spoons in. So if you've ever heard me talking about Te Whare Tapa we talk about things that give you energy in the different areas of your life, your mental and emotional health, your physical health, your social, whānau health, your spiritual health. So I talk about having spoons in each of those areas and it's what costs you spoons, what's, what's this cost, this spoon expenditure and what's the spoon income, like what gives you spoons in that area. Because sometimes I'll be finished work and I'm just exhausted and I don't want to and I'll like maybe have one spoon left. I'm like, I'm just going to eat some toast and go to bed. I have nothing left. But I've got an evening planned with my friends and I'm like, oh, Seriously, it's going to take me four spoons just to get myself sorted to get there. I don't think, I just can't do it, right? But then I realise actually for myself, what I've worked out is that actually going sometimes, and I kind of go into debt of spoons, right? I use up some of tomorrow's spoons, which we go for. <laughs> they explain a bit more in Unified Currently Theory. It's quite great, right? But what happens if I go out and I kind of go into debt? I just wear myself out getting out. But because, like, the activity I know is going to give me loads of spoons. Like, I'm going to be at a friend's house. I'm really comfortable. She's going to make me really yummy dinner. I'm going to be surrounded by a couple of friends I really like. We're going to laugh. We're going to play a board game that I really enjoy. It's going to be a great night. I know it's going to be worth it, right? Like, I'm going to push myself to do it. I'm going to spend more spoons because I'm going to get more back. That's not actually part of spoon theory, as Christine Miserdino talks about it, but it's one of the little add-ons I've done that has worked really well for myself and my own life, my friends that I've shared it with, and a lot of the people that I've shared it with through my work at Progress to Health. Now, what I'm going to do is play us a song, and then when I come back, I'm going to talk all about fork theory and knife hypothesis. Now, I just, there's something about having both of these added together, just really rounded it out and made it so good. I really liked it. So stick around to listen to that after Stan Walker messages here on the Funding Stigma Show on Free FM 89.0. Yeah, yeah, it's fun I send you the smiley face Tell me what do you do 
You're sleeping on you, baby. No reply, no reply, no reply. Baby, I'm wasting my time. No reply, no reply, no reply. Hold up. Never mind, she's sending me messages. Welcome back to the Finding Stigma show here on Free FM 89.0. I'm your host, Dave Vanessa, and I'm talking all about unified cutlery theory. So before that awesome song from Sam Walker, I talked all about spoon theory by Christine Mejardino. So the next part of unified cutlery theory is fork theory. Now, if you've ever heard of the saying, stick a fork in me, I'm done, which is, of course, ba- based on the whole saying of, like, you know, if you're cooking um, some... Uh, like a roast chicken and you stick a fork in it if the juices run clear it's cooked stick a fork in me I'm done um, so forks are stresses you can only have so many stuck in you before you hit your limit and their very presence limits your ability to spend and recover spoons so forks are challenges in life the stresses are things that make life hard so anything that makes you feel worse can be a fork even as little as feeling hungry financial relationship stress can even be, be even bigger forks when you hit your limit you're done you cannot handle any more like if you're just totally full of forks there's nothing left right this is especially relevant for neurodivergent people so umbral river talks about so myself for example sufficient forks can force me to cry uncontrollably for an hour and or become non-verbal our forks may be so much 
may be so much different from those of neurotypicals so much that they're invisible so some people find that especially when you have mental health issues that actually the stresses of whatever's going on because it's not you're not limping you're not bleeding you don't have a broken bone like people don't understand the stresses that it causes people don't see it as invisible and what it is is that they can just be a whole bunch of forks right like the internal dialogue that's really nasty that those feelings of anxiety um maybe you're hearing voices or um having hallucinations like that's they can all be forks like they can all be stresses in your life all right so an individual can is able to handle quantity how an individual is able to handle quantity and size of forks varies greatly you may be tolerant of any number of tiny forks stuck in you but a single pitch fork can destroy you in one go which i've had someone describe when we i talked about this though like grief of a close someone they really really care about a loved one was a pitchfork for them that was like and that was they were done for a period of time like they just they couldn't cope with anything or you might be able to tolerate a huge fork but it leaves very little room for smaller ones the straw that breaks the camel's back can apply here albeit in this case the fork it's a fork that does it right so it could be that actually you've got so many other forks in you that it's the tiny little like two prong olive fork that you like going to get make a coffee and realizing there's no milk left that's the last straw like you're, you're done you can't do anything else right so having too many forks can mean you can't access your spoons it's kind of the idea of there's so many spoon like so many forks in you there's nothing left in the drawer right even if you're full up so you have so many spoons like you still have spoons left but there's so many forks they're just in the way right so dealing with removing forks themselves can be also a costly task it can be really difficult and we generally recommend you aim for a smaller one than a bigger one it's a lot easier to remove like a dinner fork than as a pitch fork because quite often it's a single action that could take place but dealing with say the grief of a loved one is not a single action scenario sometimes the only thing you can do is abandon your current situation and try to remove the fork that you can get rid of the fastest and sometimes those forks are people so it's about really remembering that sometimes forks might be situations events uh concerns worries memories thought processes mental health issues but sometimes it's actually people and sometimes it's the people in the stressful situation that they're putting you in and then the final part, so knife theory, so knife hypothesis. So sometimes you're out of spoons, right? Or there are too many forks in you to access the spoons. But then you decide to keep going, right? It's that whole idea you like you have no energy left. Like you just use up all your spoons, but this thing absolutely has to be done, right? Like there's no choice. You just have you power through and you make yourself do it. And the only thing left in your drawer are knives. So the knife represents overspending and overspending of energy that draws from the future to push yourself sometimes dangerously beyond your limits. A knife can be spent in place of a spoon, again varying in size and amount depending on the individual and the tasks at hand. It can be that this works and you get it done, but you know that tomorrow it will cost you. And we go into it and we know that, right? So I'm going to push myself to do this, but tomorrow I'm going to have to take a half day off work because I'm going to need to sleep more, right? That's actually you using knives because you're not going to have as many spoons tomorrow. You're just not going to be able to do it, right? You're going to go into debt, spoon debt. So knives can hurt. Each spent might take away one spoon from tomorrow. They might take more. And that means without so many spoons, you can only spend further knives. Now think about it. If you start your day with 10 spoons, right, you get to the end of the day, you've spent 10 spoons, right, and you're like, there's this thing that takes another three spoons. I absolutely have to do it. Like, there's no choice. I have to do it. I push myself. That means you use three knives. That means tomorrow morning when you wake up, you only have seven spoons left because every knife that you use gets replaced by a spoon tomorrow. Gets used, like, it's 
previous spent, right? Like it's it's like that whole going into overdraft. Your new pay comes in, it doesn't go as far because you're paying off the overdraft as well. So this can resp- and what can happen is if you don't have as many spoons is you then have to use some more knives. So this can result in a spiral of ever de- increasing fatigue and you have nothing left to spend but knives to reach your limit and then you crash, all right? So we've probably, if you're like me, we've had those days where we just get to the point where we're like exhausted, worn out, nothing left to give in any sphere of our life. Mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, social, nothing. There's nothing going on, right? And all you have to do is you have to rest for the whole day, if not multiple days. And tool, and what that's doing is that's rebuilding your spoon count, right? That's refilling your drawer to a healthy level, right? So not all disabled people can even reach for the knives. So be considerate to someone who can't push themselves even if you feel that they should and consider how much harm it can do to perform this exertion and if you're someone who's neurotypical like you don't experience a mental health or physical um, disability or unwellness like think about like just because for you you can push yourself and it's fine and tomorrow you're just a little bit tired or you need to drink more coffee or you need to take an extra long break in the afternoon have a nap and then you're fine not everyone is the same as that and even those of us who know that, hey, I can push myself, but actually I just, I'm going to need to slow down the amount of social stuff I do for the rest of the week. That may not be the case for someone else. It may be if they push themselves the same amount, actually they're going to be physically unable to do anything at all for an extended period of time, right? And it's up to everyone to be able to make those choices themselves about what, how they're going to use it, right? So, that's unified cutlery theory. <laughs> I hope that kind of makes a little bit of sense. I totally... If it sounded interesting and you wanted to know more, I totally recommend looking online. Just look for unified cutlery theory. Um, you'll get to, quite likely, you'll get to Umbel Reaver's page and he, they actually um, have, at the very beginning, they have a place to go look at for the different spaces. Like So there's like a link to the people who came up with Spoon Theory fork theory and knife hypothesis so it was christine mazzardino for spoon theory fork theory was jen rose and knife hypothesis was terry mason mason so yeah but it's one of those things that i just found immensely useful to realize how am i using my energy where am i putting it am i borrowing from tomorrow and causing more issues for me in the future like does future vanessa really hate like past vanessa because i just used up all the energy with willy-nilly didn't think about what i was going to need to do didn't pay attention to the consequences because sometimes actually you just need to stop you need to take a break you need to go accept our limits we need to say hey I can't do that I need to stay home I need to rest I don't have the oomph to put through with that even though we know we kind of could but tomorrow would be dreadful you kind of have to do that balancing act and choose where are you going to spend your energy right and sometimes some of the biggest things is like what can we do to repay our energy what can we do to grow our energy what what gives us spoons and sometimes talking to people talking to people who care who listen who give us the time of day can make an enormous enormous difference and maybe there's no one around you right now that you can do that with so what I'm going to do right now is a series of support lines it's something I do every single show but if you need someone to reach out to and you don't have anyone at the moment on your quick dial write some of these down so you know who to call so the first support line that I want to give you is 1737 now that's pretty much what it's called so need to talk 
1737. It's a free call or text service and it's available 24 7, um, so 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you'll get to talk or text with a trained counsellor and their service is completely free. So if you're feeling anxious or um, run down, depressed, needing to talk to someone, give them a call or give them a text 1737. The next number I want to give you is the Crisis Assessment Team, or CAT Team, and their number is 0800 50 50 50. So that's assistance for people who are in crisis in the Waikato DHB region. So they're a Crisis Assessment Team, they're part of the Community Mental Health, um, so they are kind of like right up there with when things are going really, really wrong, it's very urgent care is needed um, around mental health. So that number again is 0800 50 50 50. The next number I want to give you is Lifeline. So Lifeline is an amazing service. It's a 24-hour telephone support service available for anyone needing emotional support. So 24-7, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now their number is 0800 543-354 and they have trained counsellors and just amazing people that you can have a talk to no matter what time of day it is. The next number I want to give you is the Depression Helpline. Now the Depression Helpline is related to depression.org.nz. Um, you may have seen some of their ads around like the, um, with John Kewan. They have a whole lot of videos on the online service, but this is the phone line service. So Depression Helpline 0800 111 now they're there, they're, if you just have someone, you need someone safe to talk to, they're available from 8am in the morning to midnight and they're a really great service, just someone calm and like gentle to talk to about whatever's going on for you. Now the next number I've got for you is not a mental health support line, it's actually the health line. So it's health information service for all the family and it's staffed by registered nurses who will give information and advice. I have used this line, it's for general health, medical, um, medical health, physical health and it's really amazing because sometimes when things are going wrong with your body you don't know what's happening, you're not sure if we need to go the ambulance route or you need to go to the hospital. They're trained nurses, so they will actually ask you a bunch of questions. You can answer them, and they'll let you know what you need to do, and it's a huge relief. So the Healthline number is 0800 611 116, and that's available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The next number I want to give you is the Suicide Prevention Helpline. Now, this is support, information and resources to people who are at risk of suicide and or the family of family or whanau and friends supporting them. Now, it's available from midday to midnight and their number is 0508 Totoko, which is 0508 828 865. Now, the next number I want to give you is the Shine Confidential Helpline. And the Shine Confidential Helpline specialises in domestic violence to help keep people safe from abuse. So their number is 0508744633. And the last number that I want to give you is I want to give you the outline. Now this is a gay and lesbian outline New Zealand. So it's support for people, um, gay and lesbian people, people um, who want to have someone to talk to about whatever's going on around that because quite often we need a bit of extra support and when you're not getting that support that can definitely lead to mental health stuff. So this is a really great line. Um, so the outline, the number is 0800 688 5463.
But that's all I have time for today, so thank you for listening. But from us all here, take care. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.